and learn and enjoy. It's the Lisa Show with Lisa Valentine Clark and Richie T. The Lisa Show is happening now. How do you know whether something is a real business or just a scam? Coming up in 20 minutes, we're going to talk about popular scams and how to avoid them. I am a fan of ice cream. I am equally a fan of Subway sandwiches, but this new creation, I'm not sure I can get behind. I'll tell you about it coming up in your morning buzz. Now, we know that a lot of people are coming off of a long weekend. You're a little bit tired, and maybe you're going through some more more than just a little bit of uh, tiredness and dragging and language. Maybe you're going through something that's a little bit more difficult. Are are you saying that maybe I'm coming out of 18 months of maybe the hardest time of my life? (laughs) Maybe. And I, I know a lot of people are as we're looking around at each other and sort of checking in on our friends and our families, ourselves. We uh, can realize that a lot of us go through hardships in life that we don't plan for. And during these intense times and trials, it can be hard to find a way out of that grief. See brighter days ahead. So how can we change our perspective and give the possibility of hope a chance in our minds when we've lived through tragedy? Well, here to talk with us today is Patrick Argiro, a certified trauma professional, a grief counselor with his own personal experience with trauma and how he turned it into his life's mission to help others find their way back to peace and comfort. And we thought this is a perspective that we could all use right now. So we're excited to talk to him about overcoming trials, what we can look for for each other. Welcome, Patrick. Well, thank you so much for having me. How are you guys doing today? We're doing well, and we are excited to have a perspective, I think, on on this overwhelming sort of feeling that a lot of us are have settled in on us. I, I, I and, and and I appreciate that. And before we get started, I just want to say I'm very excited to hear about that ice cream and subway story. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, well this you, is something we can help for, right? You be patient, Patrick. <laughs> it's coming up. What is it? Okay, do you think? I'm going to tune in for that. But. Oh, right. Oh, I'm glad. Why do you think that it can be so difficult for us to move past? trials, even though we know that it's not good just to sort of sit in them and 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 ruminate. But what is it about it that we, it just makes it so hard to take that first step forward? Well, it's essentially habits. Uh, it's, it's what we've been um, trained to do certain, in certain families. It's, it's a, a normal thing. Um, I could speak from perspective on my family is Uh, You know, um, uh, guilt is something that, you know, is just runs in our, um, being an Italian Catholic from New York, it's a, it's a normal thing. And so trying to break those habits is, is, is just very challenging, but there's easy techniques to to do. And then um, there's hard, not harder, but uh, more complex techniques. So. If I could give you like an analogy about guilt, if I could. Sure. I grew up in New York. Um, my, my best friends include uh, Italians, uh, Irish, and, and Jewish. And so if, if guilt was an Olympic sport, uh, it would be the uh, Jewish would get the gold, according to my friends and their mothers, and Italians would get the silver. Uh, if mothers could run, uh, could run a, you know, about the guilt. So that it's just uh, how we're kind of sort of brought up in, uh, in, in how we think. And so changing that 
learn to do and there's techniques you can use uh, you have to try to reframe the uh, thoughts and um, it's it's not as hard as people may think so but it is uh, something that you have to work on every day I'd like and that's to, what I do every day I'd like to take a little bit of a, a step backward and, and, and look at this idea of pain and of grief in a, in a broader sense um, before we get down to the sort of nitty gritties about those kinds of habits uh, because I think that there's this uh, idea that a lot of us need that sort of pain and grief and, and it's part of the healing process um, as a counselor what's your perspective on that well, well here, here's the thing when, when you're in grief grief is normal uh, it, you have uh, but when it starts to become what we call complicated grief that's when it, it takes a little turn for the worst and so what you have to do is uh, it's a process you go through it, it it's normal to feel certain things but when it starts to become uh, such questions like uh, I could have done something uh, in, in certain situations um, or I, 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 you know, I'm not good enough or, or whatever the situation may be. What I like to tell people is, for example, is if you lost a loved one like I did, I lost my father during COVID mm. and um, it, was, it was heartbreaking and it really did um, really just mess with me, but then I just had to reframe it. The question I, I ask is, if, if they were here, would they want you to be suffering the way you are? Do you think they want you to be suffering the way you are? So if you're feeling this grief, you can't, you can't uh, move, you can't function. This is what they would want. You have to live the best life for yourself, but also for them. And so that's how I take that. Now, grief is a very complex thing, so it's not something you could just do right away. Uh, like one of the questions that I asked my mother, and you can't ask this question, you cannot ask this question right away or they will think you're crazy, but you wait some time and then as a counselor, and I, uh, you ask the question, has anything positive come out of this loss? Mm -hmm. And and for some people, there was a gentleman who lost, uh, I, I know this is a positive show, so I want to keep it positive, but uh, a gentleman who lost a loved one, and then he thought about it and said, I stopped drinking. Hmm. Um, for, for someone else, it's, uh, for my mother, it's, I'm, very, I'm much more independent. Uh, for me, it's, I appreciated what my dad tried to do um, while he was here. And, um, you know, those things like uh, being dependent, uh, uh, not, uh, what's the word, being very, uh, always able to count on him. Mm -hmm. You take certain things for granted. And so you, you can't ask someone that like two weeks later, but you can ask them a couple months after some therapy and trying to reframe the mind and, and after doing some mindful practices, you know, you know, how, how do you feel about this right now? And usually you'll be, you'll be very surprised. So, and 
yeah so we're talking with patrick argyro about overcoming grief i would be curious because i think in one way or another each of us have experienced grief whether it's as recent as the pandemic and we lost someone um that way or there are other things that have occurred in our life which we grieve over i know that, that taking the opportunity to be able to reframe it in our mind is a great uh, kind of way to to find our, ourselves through the overcoming but what if we're just consumed with the grief the what if i would have done this differently and can't seem to find ourselves on the other side of grief what do we do in that case so what ifs are, are some of the what ifs are some of the worst things you could possibly do to yourself you the what ifs will drive you great uh will drive you I don't use the word crazy loosely, but it will it will it will really hurt you. It will affect how you live your daily uh, your daily life. Uh, what if this had happened? What if that happened? You can't live in the what ifs. You know, I study uh, stoic theory, and you got to live in the moment, right? And and that's hard when you're going through the grief to tell somebody that I I've I have lived through this sort of thing, so I understand. I understand that you can't just snap your fingers and you know sometimes you know I'll talk to veterans and I interviewed uh, uh, I have a podcast as well and I interviewed uh, Leah Letson of the UFC and when she came home she suffered from PTSD and someone told her get over it like you know get over it you you, you know and that's not that's not the right thing to say <laughs> because if you you can go if you if you don't handle the grief the right way it could go it could go very wrong it could go very wrong so what i recommend to people is um you know if you feel you don't have the ability to handle it yourself which a lot of people don't i would suggest if uh look for a grief uh a grief specialist in your area um if you don't have i'm always big on uh, um, in my in my older years, I'm 46 years old. Um, I've come a little more frugal. I didn't say cheap. I said frugal, and <laughs> so that's important because I'm single and I don't want the women to hear that and say, "Oh, what's this?" So, uh, but you know, there's phone. There's you could call. You could call certain uh, hotlines and talk to people and just you know get that cleared up it's it's a it's kind of like a band-aid in a way but if you're struggling really bad that day also there's local places uh clinics that offer free counseling uh you just have to look that up in your community i know when i when i was uh i, I was homeless for three years and i tried to utilize every program i could whether it be health whatever it could be so these are the slight mm -hmm. suggestions. Could I give? Could I give a quick, uh, a quick, uh, quick suggestion to people? Please, if if you don't mind. Okay, so what I want people to do is, in the morning, when you get when you get up in the morning, try to get up. Um, you know, let's say you normally get up at eight or something. If you have to rush to work, try to get up an extra uh, half hour early, and essentially. Uh, try to plan your day out in advance. Try to do certain exercises. So get up in the morning and for about an hour drink drink a little water in the morning and then do these six uh, six basic uh, routines. Uh, one of them is when you get up, just 
just rest. Just kind of like meditate um, for about 10 minutes. Uh, the second one is, I know it sounds very simple, but this is a quick interview, right? Yeah, so, I love yeah, them. I love them. Number love two, it. let's yeah. do it. People are looking for solutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you want to visualize where where do you want your life to be? Um, just 10 minutes a day. It's just 10 minutes. Well, it's an hour each day. It's an hour total, but six. you visualize. Um, then you journal for 10 minutes. Uh, this is how I'm feeling. This is, you know, this is what I'm going through. Um, this is how, this you know, the... Uh, you put your thoughts down on paper and and of course if you don't want anyone to see the paper then hide the book sure. right? but, <laughs> but uh, uh the, you know if you're married and, and you're like my wife is driving me crazy maybe don't keep it in the living room so um the other thing is um reading for 10 minutes a day now i cheat on that one what i do is I I audio so <laughs> audio book so I listen to an audio book for ten minutes a day um, and that really helps me uh, affirmations now some of this stuff is going to sound a little silly like if you're saying you could I, and I would say them out loud personally mm-hmm. but if you're in a but I'm a single guy in a house where no one's going to hear me but if you if you want to um, just say them in your in your mind that's fine like i am going to do well uh today's going to be a great day um and then exercise uh exercising for 10 minutes a day and for me i have chronic back pain so for me it's stretching so i and and stretching for me feels like uh feels like exercise like i'm done when i'm done i'm sweating um so these are the exercises that I would do, positive affirmations, visualization. And then there's another exercise you can do mm-hmm. uh, that might seem a little crazy, but it's actually called laugh yoga. And uh, laugh yoga is where you force yourself to laugh. So what you do is, if you don't, again, if you don't want anyone to see you, but you can't really worry about what people think. You know, like you're like when we when we're done with this interview, mm-hmm. your opinion of me is really none of my business. And that's not to say I don't respect your opinion. It's just you can't get caught up in what other people think. You got to yeah. do what's best for you. Right. And, and the, yeah, no, it's great advice, yeah. and it's not mine. It's 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 just out there. I used to care about what people think, uh, and now it's like, you know, what you think about me. As long as you're doing your best to live a good life, it doesn't really matter. But, uh, but back to uh, laugh yoga. So laugh yoga, and I would definitely Google this or YouTube this. It forces you to laugh. And if you have a, if you could look up a laugh yoga group in your area, it's so much more fun with other people because what's happening is they're doing these exercises where they're forcing themselves to laugh, and it's so ridiculous. That it really makes you laugh, doesn't it? (laughs) It just like yeah, you're watching it and you're watching it and you just start really laughing because you're like, this is so silly, but it's so. And then I and I like silly as a former stand-up comedian, so I I get a kick out of it. Um, There's other things I want people to look up, such as tapping. So that's where it's it's almost like um, um, it's almost like. Tapping is where you hit certain uh, body parts on your hand or on your neck. 
so far. there's so many different kinds of of resources to look for in the midst of you know difficult times it certainly in grief and you've really hit us with a lot of them and we appreciate your time the actionable steps that have been given to us by patrick argiro uh we thank yeah. you so much he is a certified trauma professional a grief counseling specialist you can learn more about his work on twitter at cousin pat therapy and i know that you said you didn't care about what our opinion was of you but patrick well, it's just none of his I, business well, oh yeah that's right yeah none of his business but i want you to know i think you're an upstanding gentleman thank Absolutely. you for being on the show now have you ever been scammed online and